Should we get started here? Sure. We didn't really talk about what we we're going to talk about, but let's just let's just do it. It's been two weeks. Uh, I've played some stuff. You've played some stuff. Michael's uh, here. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've played two games that were released this year. Amazing. Great. Let's just do it then. So uh, this, of course, when I say it, is the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number two hundred and fifteen. I'm your usual host, Jared, and I am joined today by Mr. Michael Mahoney. Number one at Jobs. And I have Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. I can't wait for somebody to find this podcast and fuck up my entire life. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah, I've had some thoughts about that. We've definitely we've definitely locked ourselves out of running for office. I, You know, to be honest, I would be, like, flattered if someone listened to enough of these to, like, damage my reputation uh, I don't think they have to listen to too many. Uh, they wouldn't, but like just knowing that someone got that far uh, <laughs> would would be nice. I mean, I know there's there's plenty of people listening to these, but they don't seem to hate me enough. So we just or have any opinions about us. We just need to work on that a little bit. Uh, so yeah, this is our first week back in a little bit. How's everybody doing? Doing well, Lucio. Yeah. Did you have a nice July? I did. That's good. I just came back from uh, the city of Boston, which was a delightful city. And, Boston, Missouri? Uh, Boston, Massachusetts, actually. Um, I haven't heard of it. But I'm sure, I believe you that there's a Boston, Missouri. That sounds like something that they would do. Um, <laughs> where else? Is, there's like there's like Paris, Tennessee, and like London, Nebraska, Cairo, Illinois. some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, Miami and Ohio. Is there a Miami in Ohio? Yep. yep. That sounds awful. That just that sounds sounds a Chicago and Illinois. Let's see, Miami, Ohio. Wait, is there is there a university? Miami University. Yep. Oh my yeah. god. Mm-hmm. No, the University of Miami. <laughs> right, right, right. Not, <laughs> one here. Nope, not the University of Miami. Miami University. Um, How many other students do you think get there and are very disappointed? They're like, wait, <laughs> yeah. where's all the beaches? I'm going to Miami. <laughs> Boy, it's it's nowhere too. Like looking at it on the map, it is it is just absolutely nowhere. Yeah, Cincinnati is hundreds of miles away. Uh, let's just let's get a little let's get a little street view uh, over by Miami. Oh yeah, actually that's not a bad looking campus. Wow, I want to go to that's Miami. Probably, that's probably the nicest like place. No, this this looks town. this looks great. Miami University, guys. This is where uh this is where the the uh president of tomorrow uh could be attending. Um cuz the president of today sure as shit uh could have gone here like very easily. If he was less wealthy, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have just taken a little bit a little bit less brains. Where where did Trump go to college? I don't even know. If he went to like a military school or some shit, no. I don't know, something stupid like that. Well, something he had like, his own university. Something rich and white. What a guy. Like a cheesecake. You know, we uh we talked about this on the travel podcast a little bit, but I always feel like when I when I leave the country now, uh I have to like apologize for where I'm from, you know? People are like oh. to Wharton. People are like, Oh, where are you from? And I'm like, Oh, I'm in I'm from America and then I immediately followed up with like, and I'm sorry. Like I I feel bad about that. Um because it's embarrassing being from this country right now. Yeah. Having said yeah. that, uh, I do have to say, Boston is really like a city that kind of peps you up patriotically. Like, like, damn, it's kind of impressive that we're a country sometimes. 
Uh, <laughs> you walked the Freedom Trail or something? I did. Yeah, I, I walked the Freedom it's Trail. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's humbling. Like uh, it's humbling on some level, like like seeing your history and your heritage like that. And mm. I think it's really hard to not stand like in this epicenter of like such crazy historical significance and not feel some sense of like patriotism or pride. And it's an emotion that I haven't felt for so long. It was kind of weird. Like <laughs> it was, it was, it was a very strange feeling that came over to me where I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I get you. And I mean, you know, then I left and like I was walking down the street and I, I literally heard, and this is not an exaggeration. I literally heard someone say, and right there where the Chipotle is, is where, is where, <laughs> um, like, <laughs> John Hancock lived there. <laughs> and now there's a Chipotle. Now it's a, bless America. Now it's a Chipotle. Uh, so, you know, like, it, it, it's really just a little bit of everything. And then I had to, like, dodge out of the way of a guy on, like, a zippy scooter. And so, um, you know, the, it, it was a fleeting feeling. It didn't last for long. But uh, I, I enjoyed it for a second. Um, boy, are we cool. What a cool, <laughs> cool country. Uh, should we talk about games, I guess? Just jump right into that shit? Well, hold on, hold on. I don't think I got a chowder update while you were in Boston. Oh, you want to yeah. hear, hear about that chowder situation? Yeah, yeah. So, I think I, I better. I asked, a, I asked a few people who live there, actually, like what the situation was, and I did a lot of Googling. I, I put my work into this. Good, um, good. And uh, people seem to pretty unanimously agree that the best clam chowder in Boston is at a place called the Sail Loft, uh, which is right on the wharf. And I, from my experience there with the, with the like four chowders that I had, uh, I would definitely agree with that consensus. I think if you're in is that Boston. The, is that the one that's uh, right on the wharf, uh, kind of in a, almost on the water pretty much? Yeah, it is pretty much on the water. It's well, a, that's what it took us when, when I went there. It's a gross building. Uh, like, yeah. Like it, it, it's, it's grimy and, and just not. It's not a place that I think... Yeah, yeah, it looks like your car is going to get stolen if you leave it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, like, the the whole building is, like, it's hot. They don't really have a lot of air conditioning. But I went in winter, so for uh, me, that wasn't a... Um, and, like, it smells like delicious fish everywhere. I'm trying to find a picture of it. There's really... There's not a lot of photos of it. Um, it but it's do just, they serve it in mugs? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, I so, like this place. So here's the thing that I really dug about the sail loft. Uh, a, their chowder is very thick, and I'm into mm-hmm. that. I'm into like a heavy body, like really creamy uh, chowder. Um, but then on top of it, uh, they well, a couple couple things that put them a put them a, a tip above. But the most important like indicator, and it, it sounds like you might be looking at a photo of this chowder. Um, and if you are, you'll notice that it is very aggressively seasoned with dill. Um, mm, yeah. There is just a shit ton of dill chopped into it. And that's super unique. I don't think I've ever had a chowder like that. Uh, and it's actually really, really good. Like it works. It works very, very well. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was pretty far and away the best one I had. Now, having said that, um, most of the others I had were kind of duds. A uh, little, little disappointing. Huh. Um, I went to Legal Seafoods, uh, which was y- usually that was a pretty common like second place runner up uh, chowder source, and their chowder was uh, notably thinner. 
And uh, but I will say like the clams were better. They were bigger pieces. Like you'd you'd get like a nice long strip of clam out of mm-hmm. it. And uh, I actually liked that more. So I think I liked the preparation of the clam in Legals more, but the body of the chowder was not heavy enough. Um, so all in all, I'd still tip it to, to Sail Loft uh, between the two. Sail Loft was a little bit bigger chunks too uh, for like potato cuts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to sound shitty and make make like some people mad, but... I still think I'd rather have a cup of chowder in in Seattle. Like they're both yeah. pretty good. I can't. I mean, yeah. So and and maybe that maybe some of that's just like habit and like what you grew up with and uh, you know that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wasn't really. You you know what I was most disappointed by in Seattle or not Seattle in Boston? Um, their beer situation is just really pretty sad. Uh. Everywhere you go, there's like four things on tap, and three of the four are always variations of Sam Adams. Like, mm-hmm. there's I I had little to no variety. I went to one craft brewing place, and even they didn't really have like what I was looking for, or what I wanted. Um, mm. but so it's a it's a trade off, right? Because what would you say in America is the default beer if you walk into a bar? What what beer, the beer do you, you know is going to be there? What beer do you know will be there? Bud, Bud Light, Light, unless it's fancy, and then it's a Shock Top. It's Bud Light. You're absolutely right. Uh, maybe a Shock Top, maybe a Blue Moon, but I think a Blue Moon. That's a better answer. I think I think Bud Light is the easily the safe the safe bet anywhere, right? Yep. Um, it is it is satisfying being in a city where like the default beer is not Bud Light. In fact, there's a lot of places where you will not see Bud Light, uh, but Samuel Adams is there. And I mean that's a net positive for me because yeah it's a it's a it's a okay beer like it's not my yeah. it's not my favorite but it's way it an okay be- beer it's way better than a Bud Light it's miles exactly. uh, it, it's it's so why are we complaining I'm just complaining because like I feel like I feel like there's kind of this sense of like well because our default beer is good we don't need to like try anymore like we don't we don't need to get other beers this is enough know, the places I went to had pretty good selection but they were by the colleges so yeah and maybe i i was only in harvard for just like a little bit and i don't think i drank while i was up there so maybe that could have been the secret is is do my drinking in cambridge but for like downtown boston and and the back bay area uh the the coolest thing i found on tap was uh chime um which is pretty cool on tap i've never even seen that before i've never seen it aside from like in a in a capped off like monk bottle. Mm. Uh, so that was, that was fun to find that on tap. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, but other than that, I thought it was pretty disappointing. Uh, I understand Boston's still kind of a blue collar drinking town in a lot of regards. So well, it, yeah, it makes sense. The people there look like they were very satisfied by the beers that they had. Like I, I think, uh, I, I could see them having that like, hey, what kind of uh, uh, fucking queer needs a saison? Huh? Like, who would who would drink that? Why are the New Yorkers? Uh, I don't know. That's the best I could do. All right, leave me alone. What about their wife? Their wife? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his wife. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it. Uh, I, uh, 
Now he came back from the East Coast and he's all hoity-toity. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I was I, I spent all my time at Harvard Yard, you know. You fucking fag. Yeah. <laughs> uh I was in uh I went I went to Fenway twice and um it's kind of surreal. I don't know if you guys have ever been in the situation before. It's surreal being in like uh a really any kind of arena for a, a game or a concert or anything where you can like feel everybody getting progressively drunker at the same rate. Like Everybody was really nice at the start of that game, and by like the fifth inning, it was just like a madhouse. People, people were crazy. Uh, and then by the end of the game, it, I mean, it was a good thing they won. I was kind of afraid that they weren't going to win for a minute, and the the energy got pretty pretty bad there for a little bit. Mm. So Boston's serious about that stuff. And they would have looked at you, the out of towner. I know I would have been in trouble because uh, it was really obvious I didn't belong there just the entire time. I mean, I wouldn't go watch a baseball game if you paid me, but sure. Yeah, I know. Everybody here's a real anti, uh, anti-baseball anti uh, folks. I, I don't know why. Yes. It's, it's the easiest sport to like get drunk and watch. Like You can just get up for like a good 45 minutes of the game and go wander <laughs> off and eat a hot dog and just get even more beer somehow. And like when you come back, like maybe you missed something cool, but probably not. <laughs> I don't just go to a bar. It's fine. Well, because this is like a, it's like an open face bar, and in the middle of the bar, there's a guy throwing a ball. I like. Sure you can find a bar what, like that. I guess why you go to like watch a, like a soccer game or a football game. I can't. I uh, see. Yeah, uh, I'm very much the opposite. Like I, I find basketball. I don't. I don't. Eh. Oh wow, it's all right. We're just like the opposite on all sports. It sounds like. Uh, because I think basketball has like a lot of flow to it, and so I can watch it and be interested. Because there's always something going on. Basketball doesn't like stop all the time. Football. Keeps... No, I agree. Uh, I'm talking about like in in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather go to a basketball game in person than. I don't know, man. I've been to a lot of basketball games, but like the arena just isn't as suited as watching it on TV. Yeah, I guess I guess I could see that. It's uh, there's more like bad angles and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you're like you, a, you have like the jumbotron in the way. Right, right, and you're like if you get like behind one of the baskets, like you get to miss all the cool plays and. Yeah. Uh, Fenway is really old, and so they've only got like one TV in it, and it doesn't even show like the game as it's going. So like, you better have good vision if you're sitting up high because you're not gonna be seeing. Well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of the problem with like some of the soccer stadiums too, because. Like some of them are old and so old that yeah they don't also have like TVs but soccer's a a bigger problem for me because uh, of the nature of how little you mm-hmm. score in that game like basketball there's no perfect medium I think because basketball they're scoring too much like I don't want to cool it guys uh, and then in soccer they're not scoring enough like score more yeah but if you've been like a fan of a team and You've been in the stadium with the score. It's uh, quite a unique experience. I'm, I'm sure. I bet it's like tantric sex, yeah. right? Like it's nice. Yeah, I, but but you first need to care about the sport. So like I can really, like you know, I can go take you. I don't know what the. I don't know if Utah even has a team. I guess the Utah Pioneers. No, we have a Real Real Salt Lake. They're Real Salt Lake. Are you serious? Yeah. Lucio is <laughs> actually pretty on with the Pioneers. It's, we're kind of lucky that isn't the team. No, it's actually amazing they're not. Uh, I'm just saying, like, Real Salt Lake is, is basically stealing, like, the name of, like, the greatest team, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Whoever kind of both. played the game. Yeah, that, um, that's exactly that's exactly what we did. <laughs> so it's like, okay, uh, that's what my romance. I mean, you know but, what? Uh, fair it's, enough, dude. Look, man. <laughs> we needed a white version. Yeah, this is a Fair cool. Dream. This is a cool white version. I mean, people in Spain are white. You realize that, right? Not what? like we are here. Yeah, they're not as white as us. I feel like uh, they're kind of whiter. <laughs> we have white people practice here. Uh, well, maybe in, in Utah. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have a mayonnaise camp? Do we have a what? Mayonnaise camp. Mayonnaise camp. Yeah, what do you send your children to in the summer? Yeah, to eat all the mayonnaise. And make mayonnaise. Yeah. And just generally enjoy really? mayonnaise. Would Would you really be surprised if I told you Marilina makes her own mayonnaise? Uh, well, no, but... Exactly, so there you go. Man, with like the raw eggs and everything? Yeah. I've I've never actually done it. I always am like... I wake up sometimes and I'm like, today's the day. I'm going to make my own mayonnaise. And then I just don't. It's pretty good, and then you can like add stuff like. Well, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to make like, an, like garlic a nice and miracle whip. Uh huh. I want to make a nice aioli, or yeah, make make a homemade mayonnaise and then cut it with a bunch of miracle whip. That sounds good too. There you go. That's the uh, Okay, actually, so let me yeah, ask. See, let me ask. I mean, you, if we were uh, playing the uh, we want to kill ourselves game, then you know, making miracle whip mayonnaise would be. One of my top ways to die. We're so white that our Miracle Whip comes in a aluminum can, not even in a jar. So, I do have a question that you just made me think of. Uh, Go for it. Following up on, on my Boston experience, uh, I had, for the very first time in my life, a lobster roll. A sandwich that only within the last couple of years could you buy at all in Utah. And I'm sure, <laughs> and I'm sure it's terrible if you do get it here. Um so, right. so that was like an exciting experience for me to to try one of those for the first time. But How do you like it? Well, so here's the thing. When I ordered it, she asked me uh, if I wanted it prepared with mayonnaise or melted butter. And I froze up because I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what the right answer was. So my question to you is, what would you have done in my situation? Probably butter. I've had it both ways. I think I might actually like it with mayonnaise a little bit better. So that was mayonnaise the, is good too. That was the path I went down. I I said mayonnaise, and if there was mayonnaise on it, it was very light. Like it, they they didn't mm. they didn't go but crazy. On, on the other hand, if you're having like Maine lobster in Boston that's super fresh, then I'll probably not want like the Stuffed mayonnaise into a sandwich. To... Well, yeah. yeah. Besides that. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, the lobster. I would want to like have the mayo taste, like kind of covering up the taste of the of the lobster. Right, right. Yeah. That makes sense. Did they serve it to you in a hot dog roll or a wadded up piece of white bread? Uh, it's like somewhere in between, if that makes sense. Um, hmm. Like it, it kind of. I would, I would say it's closer to bread. It was, okay. but it, but it was unlike any piece of bread I'd ever seen. Um, and it was really well done, really well prepared. Like the bread was toasted just right. I was able to like mm. c- cut the sandwich in half and eat it no problem. Uh, it was expensive as shit. Like they didn't list the price on the menu. Uh, <laughs> market price. Market price, yeah. baby. Yeah, that's what, yeah. It's a that's a kiss of death. That's what it said. <laughs> uh, and so you know, I didn't ask. I was just gonna be a big shot and be like, I'm gonna eat this, uh, no problem. 
But like between that and like, oh, by the way, actually, one other thing I'll bitch about in Boston, drinking in that city is just ridiculously expensive. Like, holy shit. Really? Um, I mean, I, I think it's totally normal to pay 10 bucks for a beer there. Mm. And I, I, I find it a little bit oppressive. Um, but that was just about everywhere, everywhere I, I went. And maybe I, it's just because I went into like touristy places or something and I just need to get up, like, you know, back up to Harvard or something and drink where the, the little college kids, but even that, even them, they're rich. I don't know, shit. man, because like that, that expense report was pretty, pretty salty when I, <laughs> yeah, when I submitted it. Yeah, they're they're rich little fucking college kids, so they can afford a fifteen dollar, uh, you know, Sam Adams. That's no problem. Yeah. But yeah, I, I found those chimes and ordered like two of them, and that was like thirty bucks right there. Jesus, yeah, that I would believe. That, so, that that is actually more expensive than when I what I saw, but. Well, that's a like, that's a pricey beer, like just in yeah. yeah. Chimay is so. a pretty fancy Belgian beer. Yeah, so. but still. So like I, I was, know what I was prepared. Fifteen bucks. But yeah, my my lobster roll and my three beers. I think the total receipt was like seventy five dollars <laughs> for like just me. Yeah, it was good though. I'd I'd do it again. Why not live a little? Yeah, that's right. So I drink them Sam Adams. I enjoyed myself. So thank you, uh, Boston, for your hospitality. And your tasty uh, seafood animals. Uh, it was a it was a really humbling reminder how much I fucking hate the state that I do live in. Uh, <laughs> because I, I I had like this nice day. I walked around. I saw all this history. I went to the aquarium. Actually, that was awful. But I I, I for the most part I enjoyed myself. I wandered around. I ate good food. I got pretty wasted on beer. And then I get to the airport. And I swear to fucking God, like this, this happens every time. If you fly to Utah, you will fly with a billion children on your plane mm-hmm. because everyone here has a billion children and really ill behaved children. No less. Right, right, right. That's the thing is not only do they have a billion children, but they don't care about them. And so they just let them do as they please. And this might have been I, I really don't I really try not to be the person who's like complaining about a kid on a flight. I think that's a dumb thing to complain about. Like, come on. Yeah, of course, the kid doesn't the kids, like kids. Yeah, kids have to fly. Yeah, kids. Kids got to fly. And you know what? Kids don't fucking like flying. Like, that's just how it is. Their ears hurt yeah. and they're they're too young to know any better. And they're just they're stupid. And they're bored. So, like, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but having Speaking s- of kids, I hear my kid crying, so I'll be right back. So oh, go, go pick. Go We're going to talk shit on parents anyway, so yeah, this go, is a good time. Go clean him up, and then while you do that, I'm going to tell Michael how much I hate these kids. Because um, I, I swear to God on this flight, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm really not exaggerating. There were definitely more infants than adults <laughs> in like the back half of the plane. And I've I've never been on a I've never been on a plane ride like that. I've been on some awful plane rides, and I've never been on one where they like were so easily able to completely penetrate my noise canceling headphones <laughs> and just dig like right into the essence of my brain with their with their shrill cries. And sometimes they weren't even like sometimes they weren't even uh, like crying or upset. And I think I might have hated that even more. Like, there was one kid who was sitting behind me, and he was just, like, fucking thrilled about something. I don't know what. Baby, like, Mom, look! And he just screamed at the top of his lungs, and I'm like, cool it, man. No one cares. Nothing. And, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was showing his mom something really cool, and, like, I I would have liked it, too. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I can't say for sure, but... Um, I don't know. I remember getting getting shushed a lot when I used to 
ride on airplanes as a child. Really? Yeah. I can't, my, I can't even parents. imagine. I couldn't even imagine. Uh, oh, oh, but not by a stranger. No, no. The idea was that like I should be considerate of the people around me rather than just an obnoxious little shit. How do you... Is, do you, let me ask you a question. Do you think there's a way to tell somebody uh, in in public like to be quiet without without them just hating you, <sighs> like no matter what? I don't know. I, when I was flying back from Seattle, I sat in front of this kid who, like screaming children on an airplane, it is what it is. But this kid was loud enough that it was like ear piercing, like it caused me pain shrieking. And he was like five years old, so he's definitely old enough to know. He must have been retarded. Like, there was something wrong with that kid. But I was really thinking about saying, like, hey, are you going to do something about this? Because everybody around you is uncomfortable. But in these modern days, aren't I just committing to having a fight with his dad at that point? Yeah, you just know. Like there's, a fist fight. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do about it. And, like, I, I asked this, too, because, like, uh, one of the concerts that I went to uh, on the trip... Um, I was uh, I was sitting in front of this guy who the best way I can describe him is he like crossed so far past hipster that he went like back into hillbilly and like so like uh-huh. he, he had a really cool mustache like he would enjoy a pour over coffee but he'd also like curled the brim of his hat too much he, he basically it, it looked like John Deere if John Deere only drank French press like it was just a weird combo but he basically paid definitely upwards of a hundred dollars for the seats he was in to come to a show and then just talk to the guy next to him as loud as he could for the entire show. And mm-hmm. I just, and, and I'll, I'll go to my grave, not understanding why you would do that. There's a Denny's outside where you don't have this obnoxious band playing over your stupid story. Like, and it, it must've been so annoying to him. It must've been frustrating to sit there to try and talk about your Bitcoin mining and uh, this goddamn uh, rock and roll band is like playing over you like, ugh. but uh, here's the thing I have noticed is if you live in a city where a lot of stuff like that happens, you become more accustomed to just acting like it's not there. Right. Kind of tuning it out like that. That concert was probably nothing special for him because he goes to one all the time. Well, so I, I I'm pretty good at like being able to like tune stuff out and and not worry. And I wasn't even sitting like directly in front of him, but I'd still catch mm-hmm. him from time to time. And it was obviously get, starting to get to one of the guys next to me who was more directly in front of him because towards the uh-huh. end of the show, he turned around and he's like, hey, could you like cool it or whatever? And again, like you would have thought he basically turned around and was like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Like that was the reaction that he elicited was like a borderline fist fight. It's it's a Radiohead show, so everyone's too big of a pussy to fist fight each other. But mm-hmm. uh, but like any other show, it definitely would have been kind of like what you and I saw when we went to like a perfect circle. Uh, we saw been? two two instances of that. Right, right. We got we got two like damn near fights. Uh, well, well, one one fight and one damn near fight. One straight up fight <laughs> and one very close to a fight. If the if a gender if one gender had been reversed, it most certainly would have been a fight. Yeah. Well, what's going on? Who's who's fighting? Uh, people at concerts. People at concerts. Oh. I was just asking Michael if he thinks there's a way to shush someone in public and not have them want to want you dead. No. And like I don't. I I kind of understand because I I feel like there are probably times where I was talking out of turn and someone told me to shush and I. They were they very well could have been justified, but my only thought was like, fuck that guy. Uh, yeah. Mm. So, like, I understand that on some level, it's just like a human interaction that's just going to happen. Right. Like, 
you're just gonna feel that way about it but like i said it just it really blew me away that this guy would like pay that amount of money to just to just go and talk through the whole fucking thing and he didn't oh he didn't look like a well-to-do fella well i mean that's why he's not well to do (laughs) yeah isn't that the image they try to cultivate these days yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, you know, it, it, this was probably, like you said, this is probably like no big deal to him. Um, who's the who's the guy from Metallica? Um, Lars Ulrich, is that it? Yeah, well, that's one of them. Yeah, maybe. He, I don't. What are you talking about? Ah, uh, he was at the show. I bet he talked. Oh. I bet he talked through the whole fucking thing. Because who cares? Well, he probably didn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he didn't. Uh, his, his wife made him go or something like that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that was that was those are my adventures. That's all I can report on. Uh. So yeah, I I don't like kids. Um. And I, I don't like. I don't know. Adults. I don't like adults. I guess I just don't like anyone. I didn't like anybody. You know who I did like? Uh. I liked all the people who were dressed like colonial whatevers. Who don't seem to be getting paid to do it, but just stand around. I know, right? They're they're just like hanging out. They just like fucking love it. They're just standing around historic areas. And here's the thing. You could go to Boston and you could put on a colonial garb and you could go tell anyone anything. And they're going to be like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. I don't see why not. Like the one thing the Freedom Trail helped me remember is how little I paid attention in history class. Because you could have told me anything and I would have been like, yeah, sure. Why not? Um. There's all kinds of battles that I don't remember and all kinds of people who died in the battles. So I'm like, yeah, that sounds familiar. And you could have been like, Abraham Lincoln was killed in the Battle of Bunker Hill. And it'd be like, sure, why not? It's a real tragedy. Classic Abe. That's old Honest Abe running into battle at Bunker Hill. That was him. That was was him. I liked it. Anyway, should we we switch gears? Should we talk about... uh, Talk about them games. We should. We should. What have you been playing, Lucio? Uh, I've been playing Dragon Ball's Fighter C and Monster Hunter World. All right. Let's so- go back to talking about Boston. <laughs> huh? Let's go back to talking about Boston. Yeah. Let's, what? let's see what the... <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Dragon Ball Fighter, aside from like really, really not being for me... Um, <laughs> by all accounts, it's supposed to be pretty good. Would you, would you yeah. back up that claim? I would. It's definitely a more... I hate to use this word, but it's a more casual affair than most Axis games, but it's still very good. Oh, is it? Is it that uh, the Axis... Uh, that's A-K-S-Y-S or whatever, right? Yeah. It's those yeah, guys. Yeah, the same guys that do Guilty Gear and Blast Blue and all those. I've actually never played any of their games, uh, so it's a little wasted on me, but... Oh, wait. No, I have played their games because they make... Uh, they they publish all the nine 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 and uh, VLR and all that shit, but those are not. Fighting yeah, games. That's, yeah, that's not really what they're known for, but yeah, they do that too. But I'm just saying, I be it was an untruth when I said I'd never played any of them because I have played some of them. Well, I'm glad you came clean. Yeah, <laughs> it was my pleasure to to reveal that to you. Um, so I mean, what's what is it? Is it one of those games where like what's fun about it is the spectacle? Yeah, and it does a really good job of like making you look good even though you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, it's really, really good at it. Um, I was playing because I have guests. So I was playing it with 
with them and with my kids. And of course, you know, my kids don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, but you know, you can just, um, just mash buttons and you will do something that looks cool. So Every, you know, everybody looks, really everybody looks like a little confident. Like that's basically, right. I've always thought of soul caliber like that. Like I don't, I don't actually yeah. think anybody's really all that good at soul caliber. I think, I think we're all just pushing buttons until we win. Uh, but the game does a good job of chaining things together in such a fashion where like it looks like there's some fluidity and some some logic and reason to what you're doing um even though you're not and uh that's actually more my kind of fighting game i don't want to guess like frames and like anticipate your moves i just want to push stuff and look cool and then you know and it has a way of uh like a, a system where it kind of mimics the the anime in which, like, you know, people will just, like, fly at each other and, you know, do these really fast combos. They don't do a lot of damage, but they look really cool. And uh, if you land a particularly hard hit, it will kind of switch to a dramatic angle and show, like, your guy, you know, falling through the earth and stuff like that. Like, it's very over the top. Um, so tell me a little bit about your like history with dragon ball here because i've never heard you mention it before is this a is this a beloved thing for you or is it just you know i mean i've been watching dragon ball since the the first series uh-huh dragon ball you know it was something i grew up with okay all right um there's a, a bit of nostalgia especially like i think z more than anything uh aged really badly for me because i couldn't stand watching dragon ball xena um, you know, it's, it's slow, it's dumb to spend seven hours talking. Yeah, um, that, that sounds right. The it's, ironically, it's time everyone has where they could watch Dragon Ball Z <laughs> um, or any of the Dragon Balls. Ironically, the original Dragon Ball I think is held up much better. That was like, was much, that, was, that one's like from the 80s, right? Yeah, and it was more of a like, uh, you know, funny cartoon of a weird kid with a tail beating up people um <laughs> it was more comedy than action uh. um oh he had a tail did he yeah he had a tail huh well i'm glad he got rid of that anyway uh so it's kind of you know a nostalgia thing more than anything else uh i kind of wish the anime play more like <laughs> the fights were more like the game <laughs> where they're fast and dynamic and and very very cool looking um, and not seven hours of people talking well you're right like looking looking at uh I've, i don't think i've ever seen the original dragon ball uh but looking at even like pictures of it, it looks quite a bit different than uh yeah it's a completely different show than like z um which whoa <laughs> like that there, there's a there's a little bit of a difference there um yeah i think uh I mean, I, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but uh, there's a, a pretty solid rule I have, which is if an anime exceeds 26 episodes, it's probably bad. And I mean, that's a good rule. Um, it I is. Mean, Dragon Ball is something that was kind of there at the right time. You know, it's... I don't know why, but uh, Latinos and black people seem to really like Dragon Ball way more than anybody else. I'm glad it you really said it. It really does seem to be a minority thing, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I wasn't going to. But yeah, uh, when I see somebody checking out at Hot Topic, 
uh, there's a there's a very safe bet uh, that, uh, that that's the case. I don't. I, why do we know what what is appealing about it? Like, I think it was just like kids of a certain age. Because here's the thing: I've seen some guys who could like definitely beat the shit out of me, who are like adorned in Dragon Ball Z tattoos, <laughs> or not like tattoos, but like they've they've got like the that hoodie with the weird design on it, the like the yep. the, the white circle or whatever. Like they're they're rocking out with that. And like, this guy looks like he could like pick me up and break me in half, and he just fucking loves Dragon Ball, which is just I don't know. It's weird to me. Like I just I don't. I mean, in case of, of me specifically, like Dragon Ball got to Latin America. I think I mean in general got to Latin America before it went get to the states. Um, so you know, for me, it's just something I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. It's like the Thundercats. Like you wouldn't watch the Thundercats today. The Thundercats suck, but. When you were a kid, it was amazing. I mean, that's true. Uh, I'm mm. I'm sure that the X Men cartoon is not very good, but boy, was it important to me. Exactly. It's kind of like that. Like, um, like real important. With Americans, I guess it was because tsunami brought it in when a lot of kids were coming in from school. I remember. I feel like I was in like middle school when Dragon Ball Z was like a big thing. And I remember like going to a friend's house and having him play like a VHS tape of it and just being like, please let this not, please let this be over or like let me die. We can't be friends anymore. I really I really just it was so miserable watching the whole thing. <laughs> and then like when it was over, he revealed to me that he had another tape of it. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And like the really crazy thing is that the tapes were uh, one volume apart. Like there was a volume he's missing, and, no. and it was astounding how little I like missed. Like I was able to pretty much just jump right back in, uh, despite missing like a total of four episodes right in the middle of the arc or whatever. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's no big deal. I think someone died and came back during that time, which is weird for a show where it feels like nothing happens. Just well, the Dragon Balls kind of take away the whole. No, dying thing. That's Dragon Ball has a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. aren't really unique to Dragon Ball. Like, you know, comics pull that shit too, but for some reason people care when Dragon Ball does that a lot. My issue with Dragon Ball is more like the pacing and the fact that the creator pretty much admits that he makes everything up as he goes along and changes shit just so he could do whatever he wants. Right, because he wants to like draw something cool or you know, yeah. whatever. And and actually on that level, uh Toriyama, is that his name? Akira Toriyama? Yeah. Uh, I just hate his art, like all of it, including Chrono Trigger. Um, there's a lot of things I like about Chrono Trigger. The art is not one of them. It is well, kind of the worst at, part. If you look at Dragon Ball Super, which I haven't watched, but I've seen like pictures of, it's gotten worse. So that's oh, fun. Well, that's not good either. <laughs> uh, nope. like I fucking in, in Chrono Trigger, like frog looks so cool in the pixels. But then you look at his like his little avatar icon when you go into the menu, and it's like, what the fuck is that? He's shrieking. <laughs> he Why looks, won't anyone help him? He looks like a like a monster, like a horrifying monster. That's another point. Well, yeah, Jared. But well, yeah, I guess fair enough. All right, I take it all back. Never mind. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, you never heard me really talk about Dragon Ball because it's like something that 
I'm personally done with. I just like, you know, it's a fighting game from a company I like. Right, right. Well, I mean, I like I'd be lying if I said like when the game got as much praise as it did, I if I didn't think about like just checking it out, but it's just it's so the 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 core th- element is like so not interesting to me that I just never never bothered. But I mean, if you want a game that just makes you look cool, then that this is definitely the game for you. Uh, that's that's that part's nice for sure. Um, and you will look very impressive. Um, you know, the, the, the some of the attacks even like destroy the stage. So after it's done, like the the like if you're in a city, the city will be all fucked up and stuff. It's it's pretty. It's pretty cool that way. So let me ask: Is the uh, is the game um, does it have a lot of single player content, or is it largely leaning on like a multiplayer aspect? No, it has a, it has a lot of single player. It has a story mode, and it has like um, you know arcades and stuff. You know, does it have unlockable I'm, characters? Yes, it does. Oh. Characters, no, but it has stuff. Oh, I want I want characters. I need unlockable characters to have fun. You need a local. You have unlockable characters for the story mode, but. Okay. Just uh, like two or three of them. That's something. I'll I'll accept. But it's not like Mortal Kombat with a crypt. Right. I actually I dig the crypt. Like I I actually really like that in Mortal Kombat, and it's one of the reasons why I keep picking those up, even though, uh, their parent company's bullshit, and there's so many reasons not to buy them. But what can I say? They're they're yeah. Fun. I still haven't picked up Excel. Did, anyway. Dra- did Dragon Ball have like DLC characters and any of that shit, or you you just get the game yeah, and you got does. the game? No, it has DLC characters. That's I think that's just something that's going to happen to fighting games now. Right, you just can't get away from that. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, wh- it is. What was uh, what was the other game you played? I already forgot. Monster Hunter World. Oh, that's right. How are you? Did you get the PC version? Is that why you've just now played it? No, I got the uh, PS3 version, the PS4 version. I only just played it because I only just found a sale for it for 30 bucks. Oh, really? And how do you yeah. like it? I, I didn't get very far. I quite enjoy it, actually. I think it's the, definitely the best one of the series. I'd agree with that. Um, um, I think it's just like a gameplay loop that doesn't work for me for whatever reason. I don't... It has. It, actually, the loop is a lot gentler than it used to be so that's true too like there's a it, world feels the least like you're like having to make your own fun right uh also the world feels a lot less sectioned off now mm-hmm. which i appreciate because that's one of the things that drove me crazy on the on the older ones uh, and i realized it's just all up to the game having you know stronger hardware to work with right uh because it's not on a fucking mobile anymore which thank god do you have a PS4 Pro yet? No what? Uh, a, a PS4 Pro. Do you have one yet? No. Oh, okay. Yet? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking buy one. You're not. I've been thinking about oh, it quite a bit. Sh- oh uh, fuck them! I'm use, not gonna give them more money. I use the PS4 a lot, and it seems like me too. The, but I'm not gonna give them more money. It's it's a principal thing. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, it looks like uh, it looks like that game runs even better uh, on on the increased hardware. Of course, I'm sure it's even better on the PC now. It just came out like this week. It runs great. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I didn't encounter huge problems with it. I think I think if I was remembering correctly, like some of the Digital Foundry videos were showing, like the benefits come from draw distance and things like that. But it's not that open. Uh, well, I guess. 
Uh, I mean, not initially, but I think as you get into it, you'll find more situations where that kind of stuff is nice. But anyway, it's probably not um, something you're going to lose a lot of sleep over. It it does have a lot of Monster Hunter bullshit in the terms of like, you know, you still need like seven pelts of whatever to make a whole set of armor, but it doesn't feel as hard to get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that you can just go into the world and like roam around with no mission. Right. Um, which is something that I felt was sorely missing from the old games. Uh, so, you know, if you want to like look for stuff to make your fucking armor, so you can just go out and start killing stuff. Right, right. Um, stuff like that. It's, there's a lot of quality of life improvements that I think make it well. Um, the combat is good, which has always been the draw for me for these games. Um, so I'm I'm happy with that. Uh, so yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. Well, good. It worked out. Much, and how do you like your Palico? Uh, he's a cat. Sounds right. He's there. He's there. That's the money. Uh, he heals me once in a while. That's fine. That's nice. Yeah. Some people like are really into those. It's one of those things where like you wouldn't expect them to have like super fans, but they do. Uh, I don't know, because there are cats and it's the internet, so... Yeah, well, sometimes that's all it takes. Actually, yep. uh, speaking of that, uh, and, and I know it doesn't seem like I have anywhere to pivot here, but I do. Uh, I didn't see. So I went back, finally, and uh, I, I'm kind of clearing up, like, old games in my, in my backlog. Um, so I finished uh, Yakuza 0. Oh, yeah? I did. Uh, I actually, I was much closer to the ending than I thought I was and actually also kind of relevant because it just came out on PC this week as well. So Monster Mm -hmm. Hunter World and Yakuza 0 uh, are both out on the PC now. Um, But I thought while I wait for Spider-Man, which is pretty much my next big release this year, I thought maybe I'd pick up Kiwami and uh, try that out. Uh, You want to borrow my copy? Do you... um, no, because I think I'm going to take long enough with it that uh, that I'll I'll want my own. Okay. Um, I don't like to... Along that line, I should return some of your games. Yeah, if you don't plan on doing anything with them, go for it. Um, All right. <laughs> but but if you if you still want to play some of them, you know, help yourself. No, I've beaten Dark Souls enough times. Oh, do you have Dark Souls? <laughs> I do. Wait, Dark Going Souls... Going on like a year and a half now. Dark Souls 3? Yeah. Oh, that's why I couldn't play it the other day. <laughs> I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, I've still got it installed on the PlayStation. Maybe I should boot it up. And then I was like, wait, where is it? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're done with that one, I might actually take another crack at that, because I didn't get very far in Dark Souls 3 uh, before, right. before quitting. But anyway, I still haven't tied this back to cats yet, and I can, so get ready. Please, please. So I finished Yakuza 0, and then I was basically looking at a shelf where my only options were like old games that I just never played, but like I had for whatever reason. <laughs> did you play Bubsy? I, no, I did not play Bubsy, but boy, I, wish I, wish I had. Uh, Missed opportunity. But it's actually a game you played, Lucio, and I think you're the only person who's played it. Uh, it is The Last Guardian. Oh, yeah. That was a good game. Uh, I went ahead and dug that out. And I I went back and read your review of it uh, after after getting a couple hours into it. And I think you were probably like right on the money. 
And I think what you said, I think what you said just now is probably perfect because the nostalgia because I, because I think I think when you haven't played the game for two years, you probably are like, oh, that was good. Like, I like that yeah. game. It was also very frustrating. Because right, remember. right now, I really fucking hate it. Like, holy shit. <laughs> that game is ridiculous. And I remember uh, uh, Dunkey did a video of it where you could tell it's like really played up for, for laughs of, of him like doing a bad job right. and having a difficult time with it. And the game is not nearly as difficult or frustrating as he makes it out to be. Um, no, no. But I definitely, having watched that, I kind of went into this game like planning on you know, like not worrying about that stuff as much. Like my expectations were pretty set. And yet, nonetheless, this game is still found more than one time where I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, he he killed me a bunch of times. Um, oh, that, just, that hasn't just... even happened to me yet. Like I, I, there's also like a couple puzzles where like, I, he would, he, he's turned around and like, his tail has like slapped me off of a platform. <laughs> like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> Well, like, tell me, tell me if you've uh, experienced this in the game. Have you ever run into a puzzle that, like, you you can't see me throwing up air quotes, but I am here. A puzzle that you solved, but like, you're pretty sure that wasn't the solution. Because I've had that happen to me now at least twice, where like I got up on the ledge I was supposed to get up onto, or or wherever you you have, but I I'm pretty sure I didn't do it the way that they wanted me to. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that happens. But that's the thing is like because of the way the AI behaves in that game, I'm never like 100% sure whether or not I am doing what's like expected of me or if I'm just like getting lucky. Um, and I, I'm feeling that now more than more than ever because I've gotten to the point where you can like unlock like giving him different commands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like he just does not give a shit at, at e- all. E- yeah. Yeah. Basically, you just tell him, eh, eh, and then he just looks at you like, what the fuck is your problem? And I mean, I, yeah, I don't blame him for not following this kid's advice because mostly it's just the kid like running in place and pointing at stuff. And like, I, he is a little confusing. I'll give him that. But uh, uh, yeah. He does feel like a, like an animal though. And I appreciated that. No, he absolutely does. And the game is like uh, gorgeous. Um, it does also build a case for a, a PS4 Pro because of the the frame rate drop in that game is just ridiculous. Um, but, uh, but, but it's a really like beautiful looking game. And like, he's really the, the creature himself is like really cool. And there's lots of little touches about it that I love. Like, like how, like he'll run through an area and he'll leave behind like, you know, feathers that kind of like float yeah. to the ground or whatever. There's a bunch of like little stuff like that. Um, and as the game goes on, he starts to get more and more haggard. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I already am feeling it pretty hard whenever you get into a fight and you have to go like rip all the the uh, spears out of him and shit. At oh the end. yeah. Um, has he has he won? He has to do pet him yet? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been petting the shit out of him. I pet him all the time. I pet his. Yeah, neck. I've, seen, I've seen YouTube videos of people who are. Um, oh, don't please don't. Who, who who just don't like pet him when he goes in, and I'm like, oh okay, fucking psychopath. Yeah, I know that you're a real piece of shit if you do that. Yeah, like, you gotta. Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with you? You gotta pet your pretend pet. I I will say uh, I started playing it while I had uh, both my dogs in the house with me, and there was a couple times where I'm like looking over at them and they're like very clearly bored and would like <laughs> would like to do like anything, and I'm sitting here petting this pretend animal. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? It does. Yeah. 
kind of elicit that that feeling sometimes. Well, but ask yourself is when was the last time they defended you from a suit of armor? I'm not confident that they would defend me from a suit of armor. Well, there you go. Like at all. So suit yeah. of armor is a new friend. Yeah. So it's it's hard to say uh what exactly is going on there. Um but yeah, it was a, it was a good game. I I liked it so far. It's just I I totally get it. Like I Yeah. It it is and Shadow of the Colossus has the same thing where it's really, really great if you're not remembering it perfectly. But <laughs> yeah. But if you're really, if you're really thinking back to it, then you know that like it's got some big problems. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's uh, it's like the night you lost your virginity, right? Like. It's fun to re- it's fun to remember the spirit, but it's not quite as fun to remember like the graphic detail. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't think of another. I'm just imagining what it's like to lose your virginity and comparing it to that. So, I mean, if, if that was a bad analogy, you guys tell me. And I'll, I don't recall it being so frustrating, but I'll sure, s- hey, you're gonna love it, buddy. Don't worry. Okay. All right. So you guys think I'm gonna do a good job? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You got this. Cool. All right. Thank God. I've it keeps me up at night, like wondering, like what will happen? Will I, uh, you know, will I start to cry like immediately before anything's even happened? No, uh, much later. Oh, okay. I'd like to cry for the whole thing, uh, before, <laughs> during, and after. Yeah, but she has to be down for that. Oh, she. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. She. Mm-hmm. Oh well, or he. Most. Uh, yeah. Well, it. Yeah. There we go. We're getting closer. We're getting, uh, we're, you're, you're, you're getting there. I'm a, I'm a real uh, Five Nights at Freddy's fan now. So, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm, <laughs> oh God! Uh, Jay is really flirting with disaster there, uh, sharing some of the videos that he's that he's been sharing. I think now's a good time to not be a fan of that. Uh, yeah, actually, I should probably. It's kind of like, my kids like morning. like Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, not so. They didn't like the games, but they like the whole like bullshit around it, like all the toys and uh-huh. you know, because the characters are kind of cute. Um. Okay, Lucio. So I should probably check on what the fuck they're looking at now. You may need to. She's now a part. Yeah, she's now apparently like sexy and shit. So that leads me to a question. Um. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a video uh, that was circulating the internet like uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. And it was a violent J from the insane clown posse. Oh, and, uh, he appeared, I thought he was Jay. I'm like, oh, he's not violent. He appeared in a video with his daughter, uh, who you will learn immediately in the video is a full blown furry. Uh, and how he, old is this chick? His daughter's got to be like 12, maybe. Fantastic. Anyway, go on. Tops, full blown furry. She's in a suit, uh, like in it. She's in a suit, a full body suit for the entire video. You never see her face. Um, and they make this video because what happened was he bought her a custom fur suit from someone online, and the uh, the person uh, delivered a fur suit that was not of adequate quality. And so they have taken to YouTube to basically expose this fraudster 
for selling a a poor quality fursuit that was actually very expensive. And Violent J is quite humble. This is the only outlet that he has to uh, to take his grievances to. This feels like to him the best way to explain that like this person. So the video is mostly them. Like there's there's a few minutes where they show like like pictures of the fursuit and the low quality that it that it has, and then they like. Uh, and then they just basically spend the rest of the video just being like, he's a snake. And they, they'll throw up like a picture of a snake and the, the, they'll just <laughs> talk about what like a criminal this guy is who sold them the fursuit. And they say a lot of things that they assume that you'll understand as though you were a furry. And so they're like, the, the eye caps were made of cloth and not plastic. And, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, no. Right. Uh, but they, they say it like you would be just as outraged as they are about this. Anyway, all of this is to lead up to a, a, a thing, which is there are a lot of people online who are talking about what a good father Violent J is <laughs> for supporting his daughter uh, in this uh, chapter of her life. My question to you, Lucio, is if if you do investigate this Five Nights at Freddy's situation... <laughs> And you find that it does return some results that you wished you hadn't seen. Will you be a good supporting father? I don't even begin. Don't want to begin with this bullshit. Um, <laughs> how does his twelve-year-old know that she's a fairy? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just a feeling inside. How does someone know when when they're a juggalo? Like, I think it just happens. I guess when they listen to Violent J's terrible music, but um, I mean, I think I think if Violent J's if the worst thing that happens to Violent J's daughter is she becomes a furry, then that's actually pretty good. I mean, none of these supposed to be Christians. There wasn't the whole thing that get trapped. I mean, there's nothing unchristian about dressing up like your inner first spirit and yiffing. I'm pretty sure there's there's something unchristian about it, but fair I enough. Th- I think if you search the whole Bible, there's anyway. no point where it tells you not to wear costumes. Yeah, when Jesus kicked the money lenders out of the temple, he opened it up to furries. Well, and Jesus himself was in a fursuit when he kicked the money lenders out. <laughs> Everyone knows that. He was a squirrel. Yeah, he was a squirrel. That was his that was his persona. You know, I don't think that's where this is going. It's more like making sure that they're not but so, seeing So just to be clear, the answer to your question is that you would not even tolerate it for a split second. Like you're shutting that shit down immediately. No, of course. Okay. All right. I just am getting a little clarification. I mean, I'm I'm not, I'll probably talk to them about like, you know, what's going on and shit like that, but, um, I don't know. I know a few, I knew a few furries that grew out of it. Um, and one that didn't. So, I mean, (laughs) well, and like, you know, the longer you hang out with me, you're going to know someone who grew into it because I'm really starting to see the appeal. Yeah, that video that Jay linked really did it for him. It got it. Oh, yeah, you know, I guess you can really see why Jay likes it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of miss the days when the worst thing on the internet were furries. Oh, yeah. they're they're pretty harmless now. Like, no, no, now they're like you know they're normal. And I'm just saying, like, I remember when everybody was up in arms about it and didn't know what was coming. <laughs> These are the times, like these are the days of our lives. Michael, I'm assuming that if you had a hypothetical child, you're not allowing this either in your home. Uh, if the kid found me, yeah, and told me he was a furry, eh, you know. What if he's 18? 
He's living in your house, but he's 18. He's old enough. He's spending his own money on the fursuit. Do you just do you just have to let that go? I mean, what can you do? I mean, at some point, it's our life, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing that you can do about this anymore. They can be worse. They can be worse things than furries. And I don't know about I was you. Say there are definitely some sexual predilections that I'd be more concerned about than wanting to, you know, put on yeah. a cat suit and mash up against a guy in a octopus suit. Okay. So, yeah. so like baby play. Yeah, I don't know exactly what that is, but from the name, yeah, that sounds worse. He wants to wear a diaper yeah, and be changed. I'd, no. I'd rather, uh, yeah, I'd rather he be a furry. <laughs> why can't he just be gay? Yeah, why can't you just be gay? Well, he's like my cool gay son. See, like that'd be my move is I'd tell my parents to be like, guys, I like to wear diapers and be changed. They'd be like, oh, and I'd be like, just kidding, I'm gay, and they're like, oh, we love that. Oh, thank God, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best news we ever heard. Uh, I don't know why nobody oh. ever thought to try that. Like you should, you should try that. But Jared, uh, we already knew. <laughs> like yeah, uh, that was that one. Was I don't know. I don't know if that's actually obvious. true. But like, I met some of my kids' classmates, and I'm like, this kid, this kid is not gonna see a vagina. Easy. That's not what he's going to seek out in his life. By his own volition. I mean, most of the time, I think you see one, and, and then you're just like, ah, <laughs> like, oh no. Uh, no, I don't like this. Yeah, 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 exactly. You're like, mm, no. Not for me. Not not for me. It's kind of like, uh, um, I'm trying to think of, uh, I ordered some grits, some cheese grits in Boston, and they they weren't good. Mm. They were over. Yeah, it's the wrong place for it. They were over-seasoned. They were bad. What the fuck are you doing ordering grits in the north? What's wrong with you? Uh, we went to a breakfast place. You're right. I shouldn't have done it above the Mason-Dixon, but I, I did. We all make mistakes. There was an upcharge for them. It cost $2 more to get the grits. And so I was like, well, these better be fucking good. And they were literally the worst grits I've ever had ever. Um, but like I, try, I tried it, and I, I realized, like, you know, it's not, the, not for me. It's not the grits for me. So I'm sure that there's plenty of other people trying all kinds of other stuff out there and then being like, oh, no, I don't I don't think I like this. I don't care for this vagina at all. And that's why that's why my son will definitely be allowed to have a fursuit. And in fact, I, I you know, he doesn't get a choice. He's getting the fursuit. <laughs> and it's and, just weird um, to me, though, like at, at all, it's such a young age to like figure that out well and i i, I wonder yeah. i wonder too if like violent J sees it as like a harmless thing and, and maybe might. and maybe doesn't because can't you see him being like this is the guy who doesn't know how magnets work so like that's true so he may also not know that like you know the furry fandom has a very large like sexual component maybe that hasn't even crossed his mind maybe he just thinks that his daughter likes to play dress up you know, like a mascot, and like maybe this is like a career path to like how you end up in like Disneyland as Goofy or Pluto or something like that. <laughs> or make your own band where you dress up as animals instead of clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you work for like some kind of off-brand theme park, like Six Flags. That's another thing. It's like we're always gonna tell her, like, don't dress up. Well, yeah, and that's that's the that's what it circles back to, right? Is like at at some point, like, what are you what are you gonna do about it, like? You can dress up. Just don't get mashed on by a stranger while you're doing it. I'm sure you guys feel this way. Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you do. I don't know. I always thought that, like, I'd get it no matter what. Like, because I've got the internet. I can Google anything. 
And I was like, there's so many things that like my I would reveal to my parents about like society or, or stuff that was cool that they're like, oh, we don't get that. We don't understand that even a little bit. And I was always like, well, that'll never be a problem for me. Like, I'm always going to get it. Uh, there's nobody, there's no way that they're going to throw me the curveball. And like every day I, I get it less. I definitely feel it. At first I was surprised how fast I didn't get it. But now that I'm a little older, I actually... I feel more comfortable not getting it. I think for me it's more I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care. I just there's so very little things that that I care about uh like that are going on with like pop culture and shit. I just yours is probably I different too cuz like you have like a family and so like you don't get to spend your time worrying about like earth. You have to worry about whether or not your kids are alive. Yeah. You've got you've got a lot more to do. I have uh, when I come home every day, I just basically sit on the couch and like contemplate the world. But you don't get to do that. You have like a child to feed. You have to make dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. I mean, yeah, there's that and also I like spend a lot of money so that I don't have time to think. Yeah. By like filling my life with other stuff to occupy my brain with. You don't have time and energy to wonder why so people I, think that the earth is flat. So I can like worry about like how we are killing the world and <laughs> and all the animals in it. Um, okay, well, don't worry. I'm gonna ponder all that stuff for you. And uh, but like for example, the uh, the challenge of people uh, dancing to that Drake song out of the car. Like I I don't care. I, I just don't care. Am I am I, the I can I can find it super hard to give a fuck. So the, the the thing I don't get about that is all the videos I've seen of it seem to be people in the passenger seat doing it. And I thought the whole point of ghost riding the whip is that you're not driving the car. Like, I don't know. You're supposed, mm-hmm. you're supposed to get out of the car and no one you're is... Suppo- you're, su- you're supposed to be driving it and then get out and then dance and get back in. Right, but all these people are clearly in the passenger seat, meaning someone is driving the car, which I think defeats the entire purpose I've seen plenty of them in the driver's seat. But well, that's good. I, I don't. I don't know what this is. Well, ghost. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> I will not. You got to ghost ride the whip, Michael. Ah. Uh-huh. We'll do it later. It'll be fun. Like Nicolas Cage. Kind of like anyway, that. Yeah. Just the, the one just thing like that Nicolas I don't really don't get, and they still don't get, and this is gonna sound weird, but it's like let's play videos. Like for me, that's the that's the the thing that. Told me I was old. That's where they that lost. one really still kind of upsets me because I remember as a kid there was nothing worse than having to watch somebody else play a game. Right, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. like, that's a punishment. It's like, and now it's from, like that's all kids want to do. Yeah, and my kids are like, oh, but you watch games when you took turns. I'm like, no, we waited for our turn. <laughs> it's a very different thing. And we were impatient little shits about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the way you're supposed to be. I don't think I could ever communicate to you how badly I wanted to have shadows of the empire like in my hands because i didn't i didn't own the game and my only exposure to it was watching my friend play it at his house and it just drove me up the fucking wall like all i wanted to do was play that goddamn game yeah so badly the idea of watching someone else play it instead of you just it's agony and that's crazy like i can go to youtube right now and pull up someone playing it and I don't think I'd derive any satisfaction from it. Yeah, but well, kids, kids like doing that. Hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> it's going to a point where, like, 
I, I was playing um, Assassin's Creed the other day, and my kid came in and he's like, oh, can I watch you play? I'm like, sure. You're like, no, get out of here. <laughs> you sit down and you play this game. I, I think, he started doing, think he started doing commentary like he was on YouTube. Oh. Like When I was growing up and we were playing football, we all like did our own commentary. Like we were watching a, like a game on TV. Well, this is what this generation does. They, which makes sense, I guess. They they emulate, they emulate, yeah, they emulate what they watch. Yeah, I guess. Ugh. Man, what a time to be alive. I mean, that doesn't bother me as much as just the whole concept of people willingly watching somebody else play video games. But well, that, that's good, at least. Um. I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, that's happened this week. Nothing really comes to mind. Did you see that? Ah, you know what? I'll I'll save it for next week. I'll actually look this up and and find some fun stuff to go through. Somebody pointed out that uh, the Sims games have like hilarious patch notes. Have you ever seen this before or like noticed this before? No. News to me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't played the Sims since the Sims. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember what I was looking at, but like the just all the patches are are fucking crazy, and have some just like really weird notes. Um, what did I see the other day? Oh, like here's one. In The Sims Three, they can they can have wishes. Um, so like the sim will will, will like have a, a wish, and if you can accomplish that dream, it'll like give them an immense amount of satisfaction. But by nature of the way bugs work in this game, one of the wishes that they could have was become enemies with child. (laughs) (laughs) And and so in the patch notes from this game, it says become enemies with child wish no longer appears. Okay. But it's just, it's stuff like that. Like here it says eating specific prepared meals no longer has an impact on an unborn baby's gender. (laughs) Uh, So these aren't comically written patch notes. They're just outlandish patch notes. Right, right, right. Like here's what it says. Sims can no longer try for baby with the Grim Reaper. Wow. So, so like at some point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, uh, actually, that, that should have been kept in the game because damn. I know, right? Isn't that pretty wild? It's not really our place to say whether or not that's okay. Hey, man, you can't help what you're attracted with. We, we just said that it's okay if you're a furry. I guess it's yeah. okay if you want to fuck death. Hey, what the fuck does this mean? It says, fixed an issue that could cause a teen to be trapped in a child's body when traveling to the future at the exact moment of a birthday. <laughs> I think it's pretty explanatory. Yeah. Uh, you need a picture? Let's see. Sims that drown while skinny dipping will now spin into their clothes while interacting with the Grim Reaper. Uh, Sims who are on fire will no longer be forced to attend graduation before they can put themselves out. (laughs) What? (laughs) That seems fair. But I'm only a freshman. (laughs) Uh, Babies will no longer be born to single parents. That's that's racist. Reduced. This just says reduced. It doesn't say removed. Reduce the urge for neat sims to put away fire pits. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, there's just there's a bunch of weird like weird patch notes. Uh, apparently, at one point, kleptomaniac sims can no longer steal subway stations from lots. 
That's probably a good idea. It's about time. Sims can no longer woohoo in the elevator with a sim who is on a different floor. I mean, there's just, there's apparently, pregnant sims can no longer brawl. <laughs> oh. I know, right? Isn't that rough? I, it looks like... What about our, our great plan to have pregnant sim brawls? A lot of the wish uh, ones are... Pre- sims will no longer receive a wish to skinny dip with mummies. <laughs> <laughs> this one doesn't even sound like a patch note. I'm not sure what this is. It says, a meteor can hit a building... Which case everyone will run out before the collision. Those who do not exit the building will die. Sims automatically leave if a meteor is approaching, unless it is a school in which children are not allowed to leave and will always die. That's not cool, man. That's just an unfortunate fact of life. That doesn't sound like they fixed that. Uh, yeah, that's not like it's been fixed. Like that, that, or maybe, maybe they're just like stating that that's intentional. They're like, yes, that's what we wanted. <laughs> Children should die if the meteor <laughs> comes to their building. Before you start complaining, this is exactly how we wanted it to be. Vampires can now date. Oh, man. They really did fix the game. All right. Well, so the second day vampires and I guess social justice. Fun. Yeah, see, that's the, that's where we're at now. And so there's an add that up to the list of things we don't get is people dating vampires. So or No, or, I mean, they're supposed to be glamorous and shit. That's Makes sense to me. Yeah, but they also suck blood. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't think that you should be with somebody who might kill you for sustenance. I mean, uh, that, that's why you're single. Look, call me old-fashioned. Maybe I'm just Mr. 1950s, you know, back in my day. But I think if someone would kill you for sustenance, they're a bad romantic partner. There, I'm on, I'm on record. I, I said it. When I was a kid, we didn't eat people. Yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't drink just, people's blood to live. Well, just the way things were. Yeah. And I'm sure that it was even worse for my grandpa. Like, he must have been even more confused. The, the, just the way the world's changed since he died, it would definitely have killed him if he had lived. Like, he'd be done for now. Well, yeah, that's the thing, thing is, I wonder, what, what is the world going to look like when we're 80 the good, fucked the, up. That's why that's that's why you get old. It's actually just like a defense mechanism from your body to like start shutting down the parts of your brain that would understand what's happening so that you just don't. And it's for your own protection. It's a self-defense thing. I mean, we're going to be fighting the Trump bots, so I don't think we're going to have time for that, but maybe. Yeah, I think that we'll probably won't get that old because uh, we'll have died. We're gonna die way before that. From from like coal in our lungs, <laughs> we're gonna get the black lung at like fifty and and eat it. All right, guys, I think we're just about out of time here. Uh, any final thoughts for the week? Uh, no, I guess. Don't get the bit currency, the Bitcoin miner from Steam. Oh yeah, don't get uh, the, don't get that. We didn't talk about that, but you shouldn't get that. Um, or, or do- all I want to say is this uh, Steam is never going to want to hire people to actually create the store so I mean I don't know what to tell you guys but this yeah, is the free market have- you guys voted for you know Michael kind of said what I think which is like if you think that's the first game that had a bitcoin miner in it you're probably wrong Like, probably, yeah. I bet there's something else out there that's doing some nefarious shit 
Uh, I bet my PlayStation's mining Bitcoin every time I put it into rest mode. And uh, you know what? If that's the case, good for Sony. Like, I'm glad you guys figured it out. They can stand to throw a few coins our way, but yeah, yeah, why not? Well, I mean, yeah, I could use some shekels, but you know what? Like, whatever. You, you guys do you. All right. Well, hey, if you enjoyed our podcast this week, why don't you go subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play Music or whatever service you listen to podcasts on. Uh, go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. And be sure to tune in next week when we maybe play the text adventure game of our dreams. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, yeah. Or whenever. I don't know. Maybe it's not next week. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Who knows? The world's one big mystery. So uh, we hope that you will come back and enjoy that mystery with us. But until then, I think we're out. I'm the best of jobs. What's coming?